uh, we're so glad that you're here this morning, but I want to tell you what's about to happen. And I, I was thinking as we, I was sitting next to Pam standing there that how many times I've been in services like this. And what makes these kind of gatherings different is this. When Jesus is worshipped and the Holy Spirit is welcomed, the Father speaks to us. I want you to remember this for the rest of your life, okay? When Jesus is worshipped, when he's the center, when he's the, the most important person in the room, and when you welcome all of the Holy Spirit into your life in that moment, the Father speaks. And this is why these environments are so rich and so necessary and so powerful. It's because Jesus is centered, the Holy Spirit is welcomed, and the Father speaks to us. And so what we're doing today is we have gathered to hear the Lord together. We have gathered to worship Jesus. We have gathered to welcome the Holy Spirit. And, and the Lord's going to speak to us. And that's been happening for 2,000 years in the church. Anytime the body of Christ gathers and they worship Jesus and welcome the Spirit, the God begins to speak. He begins to encourage and strengthen and comfort the people that are gathered there together. And this is why... The church has been able to weather such powerful storms for 2,000 years because God is speaking to them. God is leading them. And the Holy Spirit is powerful among them. And Jesus is who they're worshiping. And they can just about overcome anything. So I'm, I'm glad you're here this morning because you're going to get to experience all of that together with us together. All right? Are you ready for that? Are you okay with that? I want you to just turn your hands like this. Let's just uh, pray for this, these, this hour or so, this two hours that we're going to be together. And would you just pray for the, those who are going to receive words, the leaders in our church that we've chosen for this morning. I want you to pray for the three men that we've invited in to be ministering to us and then pray for each other around you. So Father, we just thank you today. We come like children because you're a good father. And you said that you would give us every day our daily bread. And so this morning we come. Lord, we ask for our daily bread. We ask, oh God, that your kingdom come and your will be done. We ask that your Holy Spirit be powerfully present. That Jesus would be central in everything we do and say this morning. And Father in heaven, we know you're going to speak and we're going to hear. So Lord, we expect the miraculous. We expect lives to be changed today. We expect people, Lord, to be strengthened and empowered. We, we expect you to be present with us. We welcome your presence. We welcome you here. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen? Amen. It's good to be with you this morning. Have a seat. I want uh, to welcome uh, the three men who we've invited in to do presbytery. Now, let me, let me make something clear. Uh, these are three men, but men and women both do this all the time. Uh, my wife, Pam, uh, Pastor Stephanie, some of the most powerful prophetic words I've ever received have come from both men and women. I just happen to have three men here today, but I want you to know we believe that God pours out a spirit on men and women, that men and women prophesy. And I want to encourage all of us to, uh, I said this last night, if you weren't here, I want to remind us that we're here for a, several reasons, but I want you to walk out here today convinced that you have this gift and you can use it. All of us should prophesy. In fact, it says in 1 Corinthians 14, to eagerly desire spiritual gifts, and then, there's, then it's, the next phrase is important, especially the gift of prophecy, especially that gift. So we're excited now. Well, come on up, uh, Pastor Tom, Pastor Preston, and uh, Pastor Wayne. Come on up here. Would you welcome these guys? We're grateful to have these men. 
I was telling someone last night that um, I, I trust pastors to pastor my people. And these, all three of these men are pastors. They pastor their own churches. They are shepherds who have a prophetic gift. Sometimes you can have people with a prophetic gift that don't necessarily care about pastoring. I believe if you have pastors who love the sheep who have a prophetic gift, then you're going to see people cared for. And I'm grateful that these men love the church. They love their church. They love this church. And they all have demonstrated over many, many years uh, this spiritual gift of prophecy that I, that I value so much in my own life and in the life of our church. So Pastor Preston is the senior pastor of Gateway Church in Scottsdale, Arizona. So glad to have you, Pastor Preston. Pastor Wayne. Pastor Wayne Drain is from Fellowship of Christians in Russellville, Arkansas. They've been there. Just, they're, they're, I call them church hoppers because they've been there 45. They train churches every 45 years. So uh, they, actually, they started the church when they were like 12, and they pastored the church now for 45 years. So we're grateful for them. That was a joke, by the way. All right. Pastor Tom Lane is a dear friend, longtime pastor. He's at Gateway Church in Dallas-Fort Worth. He's an overseer for us and just a, a, a treasure to me and Pam in so many ways. So we're grateful to have all three of you. And uh, are you ready now? This is not a spectator sport. You can't just sit and watch. I'm asking you to participate. So pray for these men. Pray for the candidates. What we call, uh, what we've done is, is we've just chosen leaders in our church that we believe this is a season for them, that they need to have words spoken over them, hands laid on them. And it's a very prayerful thing we go through to decide who is going to go through this. And then after that's finished, we're going to release these guys just to see if the Lord is speaking to anyone sitting in the crowd today, okay? So don't run for the exits, all right? No, it's, it, I promise you it's going to be super encouraging. All right, so will you and participate with me this morning and pray uh, as we welcome our first candidate, Tony and Natalie Runyon. Come on up, Tony and Natalie. Welcome them. Just begin to pray out loud, quietly, however you want. Hello, how are y'all? Doing all right? Ready for some fun? Good. These guys bring the fun. I'm, I'm the boring one. Yeah. Natalie, right? Uh, let me give you the picture that I felt the Lord gave me for you. Um, it was like I saw you walking on an extremely straight line where you felt like every step, every one of your next steps was kind of laid out before you. And I saw uh, uh, a, a sweet disappointment. Okay, let me, let me just say it that way. And I heard over on this side of you a voice beckoning you to leave the paved path. And I just saw you kind of just leave that line. And it was like, it just seems like, and, and it's going to seem like to some that you're just wandering off for a little bit. And there's not a lot of purpose. What is she doing? Where is she going with this? Is this going to work? And just all of a sudden, I see you finding this path that just goes, whoa, and it widens. And you're not the only one on it now. There are many coming behind you, but it's a completely new way. And it's off the beaten path. You're going to have to go find it. But I, I, I think this is going to be encouraging to you uh, because it would be encouraging to me. I hear the Lord saying, I want you to get off of that path. It, it, it's time. It's not time to leave. 
it's time to go. There's a big difference. It's not leaving. It's finding. Okay? And it's just at the right time. It's perfect timing. Because you, you could have kept going on this path and done it 10 more years, and, and you'd have been bored out of your mind. It's not challenging to you. It, it's not... Uh, it's not that it's not exciting. You just know there's more. You were designed for more. And over here, off in, in what seems like no man's land, is a divine appointment, a divine strategy. You've been faithful on this path. You've been so faithful. And you've done it the right way with a pure heart. And that's part of the reason he, he has kind of cleared this path for you that he's saved. He needed to be able to trust someone who would not become ambitious on that path. They'd remain obedient because this path is not about success, notoriety. It's about influence. It's about influence, and you know it. You've done well on this path, but get excited because this next season, there is no GPS. And and let me give you a little encouragement because there are going to be some times you may be tending to beat yourself up. You may tend to beat yourself up a little bit and go, I feel like I'm not even sure what I'm supposed to be doing over here. There, there's more than one way to get there. You just remember that phrase, all right? There's more than one way to get there. Because you're going to be tempted to be a little hard on yourself and go, this doesn't feel like it's working. No, you're going to learn a lot with some failures. So just be okay with that, even though you don't like to fail. Be okay. Be ready to learn. Take great notes. Because it's all about getting there. You'll get there. You're a freak show. That's obvious. That's a compliment in my world. Not many people have the guts to get off the path, but you do. It's not about ambition. It's about anointing. It's going to be an exciting time. Tony, obviously, this is the freak show family right here. This is great. Uh, buddy, I, I'd, obviously, you uh, have a very imposing frame uh, just naturally, but spiritually speaking, and you've underestimated this, spiritually speaking. Bro, you got a gear you haven't allowed yourself to have yet. And you need to just let yourself have it because you are as intimidating spiritually as you are physically. But, but the good part about you is that the soft heart, the sensitive heart, you're, you're not going to run over anybody. Now, you can, but you don't. There's, a, there's just a sweet, sweet sense about you. You're a gatherer. You're a lover of people. You just, um, you're an anomaly in some ways because the world would look at you and go, I got that guy pegged. But you're not, not everything is, is what it seems. Uh, and you've kind of convinced yourself it is what it seems. That I, I know me at this point in my life. I know what I'm good at. And the two of you, it, this is kind of a season to, to jump out of the boat a little bit and embrace some unknown. You're a lot stronger than you think, and you are 10 times more prepared for this than you think. I mean, he can put heavy weights on you, and it doesn't seem like a lot. It's time to run. It's time to go. You can get out. Embrace that unknown. If she doesn't like to fail, you despise failing. There's going to be some of that, and it's okay. Listen, failing is only failing when you repeat your mistakes willingly. When we fall, that's not failing. When we learn. You need to remember that. God's going to use you in this season to make a lot of other people's lives easier. 
But speak up. Speak up. Embrace difficult conversations about yourself and with others. Because I just saw some, it's the multiplication, just stepping into a season of multiplication, doing a lot more and it being easier than it's been in the past. But let me come back to that, that first thing I felt the Lord say about you. you. You need to let yourself have that gear, access to that gear. You don't tap into it enough. You got it. You got the goods. I think I said to somebody last night, take the car out for a spin. See what it can do. This bad boy's got a lot of ponies under the hood. You can do it. But it's time to start playing a lot more aggressive. You guys, you guys are, are a power couple. Wayne, that's something he says every once in a while to people. You, you are a power couple. And it's going to be interesting as the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, as you see more power come upon you, what you do with it. Because you can handle it. You can handle it. God bless you guys. Do you guys have kids? How many kids do you have? Two little girls. How old are they? Okay, great. I'll be praying for them. I hope they like roller coasters because they're about to have to get in on a roller coaster ride that they're not expecting. <laughs> bless y'all. Well, good morning. Uh, well, I'll start with you, Tony. Then when I started praying for you, uh, being couple number four, the word I wrote down was cautious. Uh, you're, you're a man of due diligence. You don't commit quickly, but when you do, you're all in. Uh, organization is your delight. Truth, facts, details are the fruit of your giftedness. Uh, they work in any place you serve. Uh, and I heard this, uh, that you're not the killjoy. You're not the one who lacks faith. It's not faithless to be fact-filled, uh, to look at, uh, pl- make the plans and look at all the details. I believe the enemy has accused you with that to try and quiet your voice. And uh, Luke 14, 28 says, which of you, when you build, doesn't count the cost? You're a, a cost counter and a diligence, a due diligence person. And that gift is highly needed yeah. in the body. Uh, you count the cost as part of exercising your faith. I, I saw this, you're a deacon of high order, a heart of service, organized and loyal. You're a spiritual man. So be bold in the things that God has given you. Your heart is pure and right, and there's an anointing on your life, Tony. Yeah. Amen. Natalie, hello, spontaneity. <laughs> That's what I wrote right there. Hello, spontaneity. Plan? Who needs a plan? Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. That's the, uh, that's the motto of your life. Fun and experiences, curiosity. You like to learn, and, and all of this makes it hard for you to really focus on one thing. Uh, comparatively, you're the risk taker in the, uh, in the group. Uh, so uh, faith leads you to say, um, hey, let's don't worry about this. We'll figure it out. It, it'll, it'll happen. Well, let's just say yes and see what God does. I saw that, uh, that part of your, your life. Much wisdom has been developed through your experience. You have a lot to offer in wise counsel. Discernment is your gift. It's been developed uh, through the edge 
of God's work in your life. And there is a prophetic edge to what you do. Uh, you're, you have an instinct to see and you have uh, an ability to determine motive and detail. And sometimes it, you, you think, well, I don't know why I'm being critical. You're not. You're not. You're being gifted. You're, being, you're expressing a gift that God has put in you. Uh, it makes you an insightful counselor. People look to you for uh, affirmation of what God may be doing and saying. They know that they're going to get truth. They're going to get truth with wisdom wrapped in a wise wrapper, wisdom, godly wisdom, and uh, kindness of heart. I, I agree with Preston. You, you guys are a great and a powerful couple in this house. God bless you both. Good morning. I had a hard time getting a handle on you, and I was praying for you because I just saw, kept seeing so many things that you guys are involved in, and I saw that there's a lot going on with you guys. Uh, you need to turn it down just a little bit. Uh, it's no longer business as usual in your home. Transformative changes have opened up greater opportunities in your lives. God has been moving in a new way in you both. New roles, new responsibilities, new adventures, new songs to sing with new rhythms. It's, it's a new day. What's been building uh, and gaining strength in 2018 will come to fruition in 2019. Uh, in the meantime, work on keeping a healthy pace. Are you going to remind him of that? Will you remind her of that? Okay. Uh, for you, Tony, uh, God is rarely on mute for you. You look calm on the outside, but there's a whole bunch going on on the inside. Uh, you are in constant dialogue with the Lord. You, you can hear his voice. You have prophetic insight into the scriptures. You're one of those who helps others turn off the mute button and turn up the volume of God's voice. I hear you saying, telling folks, you can hear from God too. You can hear from God, too. Uh, you're an equipper in the ways of the Spirit. Uh, you're also a man's man. Don't mind getting your hands dirty. You'd rather be out with people than in an office any day of the week. Uh, you don't just promise to pray for people. You actually pray for them. You labor in prayer for people. And, uh, and fruit comes as a result. You help people find God's perspective. Uh, you're a wise counselor. Word of knowledge is going to start to grow in you. You're going to see things that you don't know in your natural mind, and you're going to, it's going to be a key that unlocks uh, what needs to be unlocked in people. And the Lord has made you known to enable you to make Him known. Part of the reason is because you're a Luke 10 centurion sort of guy with great faith. You understand authority. You're going to help young men learn to walk in and submit to authority. You're going to help some old rebels learn about authority. God's raising up an army again, and you're one of the captains. Uh, Natalie, uh, down to earth, good at what you do, up for stuff. Uh, but you don't need a lot of attention. You just don't need it. Uh, you're a come-early-stay-late woman who enjoys getting things done, done well. Uh, you like to keep things running smoothly. You don't mind giving orders on the fly as you go from here to there. Stop that, do this, go there. You don't mind. Uh, there's a big leadership gift in you. Uh, and there's just no 
there's no whine in you. You're just not a whiner. Uh, you look through the lens of a thankful heart. You're so glad you're getting to do what you do. You're at home in the boardroom or among those who don't have a room to lay their head. Because you don't demand attention, the Lord is bringing greater attention to you so you can bring attention to Him. Y'all are attention getters. Attention getters for Jesus, not just for yourself. You're a good communicator. I saw you standing on the platform sharing your heart and sharing your story. People were getting free from old wounds and finding faith and hope for the future. Uh, you have an ability to be vulnerable and people respond. Helps them be vulnerable. And I heard this, you're a good, good woman. Your dad is proud of you. And your king is proud of you. Be confident in who God has made you, what he has done in you. You're a great couple. A great word. That was a great, I love that word over both of you. Come on up. I want our leaders to come up and pray over you. Uh, Natalie, obviously, you know her. She's a public presence here, leads us in worship. But what we don't know about Natalie is that she's a leader, one of our best leaders, I think, and best pastors that we have. And Tony, that was a great word for you. And there is, you're at the beginning of something really beautiful for your life. And he works in the insurance financial industry, but we love this couple uh, at New Life Church. And so we're going to pray over them. And we're going to let uh, Pastor Pete here. Would you pray over to two of them? Lord, your words give life. Lord, your words uh, introduce us to the future that's in your heart for us. And, Lord, to an eternal present in which you're always, always moving. So, Lord, we pray for this couple, Lord, that you've brought uh, to this place for a specific time, for a specific reason, and for a specific prophetic purpose. So we bless them. We bless what you're doing in them. We receive what you're doing in them. And Lord, we, we commit ourselves to be surrounding them, Lord, and helping them develop into the words that have been spoken today. Lord, to help them see what you've said. And Lord, help them celebrate what you've said. Lord, they are our friends. They are our, co our, our co-workers, Lord, our, our, our team pastors. Lord, we bless them in the name of the Lord Jesus, even as you have raised them up, we recognize them, bless them, and say thank you for them in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. We want to welcome our, we have a second couple in leadership here in the church. We're going to invite them up, Scott and Bethany Palmer. Come on up, Scott, Bethany. Would you welcome them up here and encourage them? I always hate when there's a pause. And I remember thinking, oh no, they don't have any words. <laughs> but we do. It'll be good words too. Good morning to the two of you. I, I know you. I know you a little bit. I know you from uh, afar and uh, just in the natural, think highly of the two of you. Scott, I, I saw this. You're a 10 talent guy. 
you, you have a lot to offer. You can do many, many things, and you do them well. Uh, but you enjoy uh, leisure. You, you, uh, you have a tendency to slide to the leisure side and, and not take full advantage of those ten talents that are, are, are there. Luke 12, 48 says, To whom much is given, much is required. You're often thrown into places of responsibility, and you go, why me? Uh, and the reason it's you is because you have gifts and talents that draw you there. People recognize them and see them. Uh, I heard you say, it's not fair comparing yourself to others and how uh, you get pressed into things. You know, why doesn't so-and-so do it? Why, do, you know, why, why am I uh, doing this? And the reality is there's a, a, a great call. There's a great uh, purpose that God has on your life and has for a long time. And it's, it's made a wide range of ministry opportunities uh, a part of your, your bag. Uh, your faith is demonstrated through your obedience. Your talents will produce much fruit. Your obedience is advancing God's kingdom. You're, do, you're doing a really great thing. Creative, insightful and relevant. These are all a part of who you are when you speak. You speak with authority. You, you speak with relevance. You connect with the audiences. You speak to, uh, to a generation with generational language. You have the ability to, to provide insight and connect in that way. And so this is what I, I saw for you, Scott. Write, lead, worship, uh, uh, teach, lead, Worship, lead, <laughs> there's a leadership gift on you. You can't deny lead with authority and power. Um, <clears throat> so Bethany, I saw this for you. When you worship, heaven's choir is your backup. God's presence is the result. I, I don't know if you are uh, public in your worship, but you are in private. And it really means something to God. You worship in the quiet place. Intimacy with God is the aroma of your life because you spend that quality time. Great favor with God and man, you, you are a wonder woman. Uh, great in the things of God. Spiritual focus of ministry, words of knowledge, words of wisdom, prophetic power. You see people with Jesus' eyes when you look at him. Revelation 19.10 says, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. You see people the way Jesus does and you declare it over their life. Your words mean more than uh, you think, more than uh, most people. When you give a compliment, it really means something to people because of what you see. Uh, so you too have a gift of leadership. Lead away, woman of God. You, you guys are perfectly matched in this. You, you spur him on, he spurs you on. <laughs> uh, you're, you're a good counselor. You give wise counsel in the things that you impart. Uh, I saw you mending and healing hearts. You bring a, a comforting word to difficult situations, and that produces uh, a healing in the lives of the people you relate to. Love you both, and God bless you. Hey. Scott, I'm not giving you investment advice, so don't, don't, don't take it the way it's going to sound. It's, it's a little bit like Chris. This is the exact opposite of what I felt for Chris last night. Uh, and this is going to sound counterintuitive, 
to anybody who understands anything about investing. So this is not investment advice. I really believe this is confirmation to a leaning that you already have. And, and the Lord's given you a little push. And here it is. Uh, most would, stay, would say that diversifying is the smart play. But right now, what I sense the Lord saying to you was, it's time to divest, not diversify. It's time to go all in. There's this one thing. And it was like I saw five things on your dashboard, and all of them could, could really do well. But there's one thing that is supposed to be the, the foundation of this next season. I don't know if it's a relationship. I'm not going to try and interpret it. But I sense the Lord saying, go all in. Solidify this right here. And it's going to be obvious whether it is right now or not. Uh, and, and it's not going to look uh, like much compared to the other four. It's going to, it's going to be a little sneaky like that. But you'll know. You'll know. That opportunity that sets before you, it'll be obvious and it will be time to move quickly, to respond obediently and with faith. It's going to take some faith steps, all right? I saw in, in that God uh, elevating, elevating your leadership mantle. Uh, it, it's, it's almost like you kind of come out like this and then, then you go back like this and come out like this and then come back like this, uh, it, it's, it's a little bit, um, it's hard to follow sometimes. Uh, and I don't mean literally by people. It's just, you're out, you're in, you're out, you're in. And I saw him pushing you out a little bit further and staying out for a lot longer. And, and giving people time to come around and you're going to take them. You're going to help them get there. Okay? It's a big responsibility God's given you. It's big because it's not just about you and your family. It's about a lot of other families. But when everybody else is saying diversify, you'll know it's time to divest and go all in on that one thing. All right? God bless you. Bethany, uh, clearly, you got this home building thing all over you. Proverbs 31, it's not the first time somebody said, you, you've got that. You could do it with one arm tied behind your back. You're such a Proverbs 31 woman. You, uh, but I, sometimes you just hear the Lord say something and it's like he's really being daddy, daddy and not just Heavenly Father. And I just sense very sweetly him say, you have done so much with so little. You didn't start with a lot, but you turned a little into a whole lot. And there's a word for that, steward. You are a good steward. God can trust you with some really big things that everybody else looks at and says, that, that, there's not much to that, That's, there's nothing. You see value where everybody else passes by. They call it trash in the side of the road. And you could turn a business out of it. You're hard to keep up with, got a lot of energy, a lot of run, run, run. You gotta remember to rest, rest, rest. It's not about just doing more. It's about responding to what he's saying, do. And sometimes you, you, you're just to put your head down and you will keep going and keep going. And when you look up, it's always productive. It's never unproductive. You, you'll never have that problem. Some people can go quite some time and do nothing. You're not one of those people. But you need to, you need to step back a little bit more. You got a lot going on right now. You're chasing a lot of, I said it this weekend, I've got like eight calendars. You understand that. You got a lot of stuff going on. 
but you don't always think about you. And in order to be the best for everybody else, you got to make sure you're getting what you need. And most of the time you do. But sometimes 30 days can go by, a little empty. And Lord just goes, hey, it's not because there's inadequacy. It's because you just give out and 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 give out. You're a good steward. Every time he hands you something, you make it better. You've done that with your children. You've done that with your marriage. And I see you in this season stepping out of the house. The house is doing well. I see you stepping out of your house and running into some homes that are on fire. Thankfully, I don't know if the red hair is the natural thing, but you got the fieriness of a redhead. <laughs> My mom is a redhead, but not naturally. But you got the fieriness of a redhead. You need it to run into these fires. But it's also why you need to make sure you're strengthening up. You're going to need an a, a extra measure of energy. You're going to go into these fires. You're going to pull some people out. You're going to save some marriages, save some relationships between mother and daughter. So strengthen up. Pay close attention to her. Because you're going to be tempted to think, oh, no, she's got it. She's good. Not always. Make sure you, you whisk her away every once in a while. Make sure she's being replenished. Because there's a lot on her plate. A lot on both of your plates. Go kill it. You guys have done so well in this season. Go crush it. Get out of the house. Go save some people from some burning, burning disasters. Can I pray with you guys real quick? Yeah. That'd be all right. Awesome. Would you just extend your hands to them? These guys, uh, we, we just need to pray over them. I know that the team is going to pray over them. God, thank you so much for Scott and Bethany. Lord, what a sweet, sweet family and couple. God, I pray that you would continue to protect them the way that you have. I pray that as Bethany runs into these homes on fire, God, that she would have, that it would be as though she had a coat that is drenched in water, that no ember would even touch her. God, I pray over Scott. I pray that you continue to strengthen him. Give him eyes to see. God, thank you for, for strategically placing families like this in this house that everybody can watch and say, that's how you do it right there. God, bless them. Rip open the windows of heaven and overwhelm them in every area of their lives and give them peace and rest above and beyond what they've ever experienced. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Bless you guys. Almost done. <laughs> My wife and I have great friends named Scott and Bethany, and uh, we love them a lot. Uh, I heard this, you two are for, are for real. No pretense, not worried about your image, just happy to serve God and to serve his people. You love people. I see kids around you looking up to you. I see older people enjoying being with you. You two have a multi-generational ministry together. And you carry a generational perspective. It's an inflow from the past and an outflow into the future that you're always aware of. Uh, for you, Scott, you have a mind for business and a heart for art. Uh, work is just another expression of your worship of Jesus. You get things done with flair and a certain panache. Uh, 
you see the colors where most people see monochrome. Sometimes you can read between the lines. You have an ability to gather resources. A gift of giving in timely, spirit-led ways is releasing God's provision for you. I heard Proverbs 11, 24 and 25 for you. The world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. The one who blesses others is abundantly blessed. Those who help others are helped. That is your sound. That's the sound that's in you. Stewardship is a passion for you. You hate to see people struggling because they've done stupid things. Uh, You don't call them stupid, but you help them get rid of stupid things. Uh, Your faithfulness keeps adding and increasing to you. You're good on the platform, excellent preacher, teacher, coach, good communicator. Uh, Your star is rising in this house. Be at peace. You're working in divine placement and you're releasing divine appointments. Bethany, you're a good friend to have. Trustworthy, keep a confidence, loyal, keep your promises, thoughtful, a giver of gifts, a rememberer of birthdays and anniversaries. You inspire people to live life well. Uh, The heart of a shepherdess beats in you. You care for people. You see how to improve things. You're not easily intimidated. Uh, You're always kind, but you're not easily intimidated. You defend the defenseless and you motivate the discouraged. And you could run a small country. (laughs) Executive presence is real, big, and inspiring. Uh, But underneath it all, you're all about worship. Heaven's song is in you. You're known in heaven. You're celebrated by your friends. You're humble of spirit. You'll prophesy as you're seeing us do. You can do it. God has gifted you in it. You are a born encourager, a spiritual cheerleader. And you're becoming a friend of God. Doesn't get any better than that. Favor will increase toward the end of the year, but, but don't be moved by the needs you'll see. Be moved by the voice you hear. You're an excellent wife, a great mom, friend of God. I love this couple. They are two of the funnest people I know, and they are the, the biggest encouragers that you've ever been around in your life. I love you guys. Y'all come up. Let's pray for Scott and Bethany. And Scott is, uh, and Bethany both lead a, a ministry that teaches stewardship and financial coaching all over the country on radio, television, web. Uh, Scott's one of our elders. They run a business together. They're fun together. They're fun to be with. And you guys are honored in this house. We love both of you so much. And uh, we're honored that you're a part of New Life. So put your hands toward them. Point your hands toward them. Sam, I want you to pray over them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the word that's been spoken. Confirming, Father, what you're doing in Scott and Bethany and the Palmer family. And we just thank you, Lord, that your hand is upon them. And you're bringing them into a big place, Father. We thank you for your grace that's in them. And the love, Father, that flows through them. And we just pray, Lord, that you would continue to use them to expand your kingdom in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Good word. Good word. Okay, you hanging in there? You got you got got it in you for one more couple here. I want to welcome Chris and Abby Burley up. Come on up, Chris and Abby. you to lean in and pray for this couple. Come on up. You guys could co-teach a master's class in serving. Um, you just, you just serve. It comes natural to you. Uh, whatever's needed, whatever it takes, whatever, wherever it goes, you're going to go that extra mile to serve with excellence. Uh, you also stick with people till healing comes. Loyalty is such a strong uh, gift in both of you. I saw you laying your hands on people and praying prayers of faith for healing and saw breakthroughs uh, for freedom. Uh, your legacy is going to be a lot of people being free that were bound up. Uh, Chris, uh, you're a diligent, keep your hands on the plow man. Uh, faithful, reliable, loyal, dependable. You're a pastor's answered prayer. A true armor bearer without an agenda. You love to help people spiritually and practically and your voice adds to the sound of this house. It's going to carry to other places, other cities, other nations. Uh, you have a measure that is for this church and also beyond uh, this church. I saw a suitcase with uh, different tags on it from different places. Uh, it was worn out. Uh, you're a worshiper. You're a good player. You hear the song of the Lord in the quiet place and that informs what you do in the public place. You just have an ability to help people enter into his gates. Come on into his presence. You're all about the presence of God. Everything comes out from there. Uh, you're good. You're a player. You're good. There's a call to the nations on you. You're going to prophesy here and you're going to prophesy there. But you're going to stay here. This is the place. This is your holy place in a sense. It's a place you'll go and come from. Go, come back. Abby, uh, you've been faithful to the call on your life. Uh, it's generations deep. There's been others before you that walked in the ministry. Uh, I saw a gray-haired couple praying for you and you were a baby and saying, oh God, we give her to you. You love to worship. You love God's word. Uh, you're actively involved in your faith. Faith is not your weekend job. It's who you are. You're a woman of great faith. Uh, you're part of the backbone of this church. And you've been aware of God's hand on your life since you were five or six years old. Your path took some twists and turns. But when you gave it all to Jesus, you gave it all to Jesus. You are a Jesus woman. An, an encourager, 
gift of comfort and mercy. Prophetic gift is growing stronger and stronger. You're a prophetic singer. You'll sing songs of freedom over those that are bound up. A song of deliverance is in you. Uh, Can I pray for you? The Lord says we can impart uh, the gifts that we have. And I I see similar giftings in her especially. And so is it okay with you if I put my hand on her shoulder? I always want to check. (laughs) Father, I just pray for my sister. And I impart the gift of prophecy. I impart that gift of leading worship. That gift of encouraging and comforting and strengthening. Uh, Lord, it's all in her. Father, I thank you for her rich spiritual heritage. And I pray for those that uh, she will raise and that will go beyond her. That this generational call will go on and on and on. She's a special uh, woman, God. I just ask you, God, to keep her inspired. Keep her in your rhythm. And Father, let her get bolder and bolder, even as she is more humble and more humble. I bless her today, and I bless him today, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, good word. That was great. Love it. Chris, it's time to stir up some trouble, buddy. You, uh, that's not what you're known for at all, is stirring up trouble. Um, but it's time to stir up some trouble. You are a Jonathan. Uh, And remember, Jonathan gets a lot of credit for being there for David. But remember, Jonathan had his armor bearers too. Jonathan wasn't just, you know, David's best friend and armor bearer. Jonathan, he he stirred up some trouble. And he he wandered off and he he had some skins on the wall too. You're not just an armor bearer. God's going to bring you some armor bearers. You're going to go stir up some trouble. Spiritually speaking, run to the fight. You're not just a guy who can fix stuff. You're a guy who's supposed to go break some stuff. And you need to kind of get that, get that thing off of you that, well, this is, this is just what I do. Yeah, it's one of the things you do. But bro, it's time to go break some stuff, to tear down some strongholds. Let's mix it up a little bit. Run to the fight. You're surrounded with some strong men. And you got some young men who are coming up behind you who are even stronger. And God's put them in your shadow. There's other people that you think, oh, well, you know, I can see, you know, these guys being in their shadow, not mine. You know, get get that stuff off, man. You got it. You got it. Go do it. Go show them how to fight. You have fought and fought and fought. And you've fought with those who have led you. You've helped them win. Now it's time to go do some winning on your own. It's not independence. It's not definitely not rebellion. We're a team. You're a team player, but now God's given you your team. Teach them how to fight. Go stir it up, man. Get get dirty a little bit. It's okay. Don't be Mr. Fix-It all the time. Make sure you hold him accountable to this. Ask him every 30 days. Just ask him, what'd you break this week? <laughs> I just hear the sound of chains breaking. I saw you running into the fight. 
and I saw you, the word encourage means to put in courage. I saw you turning around with other younger guys, putting courage in them, and they're, they're behind you, and it's take the hill. And then all of a sudden, they run past you, and then I saw you cheering them on, and then a new wave coming in, and just passing them on through, man. That's fun right there. That's fun. And the team wins more because of you, and you need to be recognized for it. And God is recognizing you for it. A lot of victory behind your name. Go break some stuff. Teach those young guys how to break it. Don't play it safe. You'll never be sloppy. It's not who you are. This guy's, I like this guy. Abby, I know know you kind of like him too. Abby, uh, while your gift opens the door, that's never why God has brought you into the rooms. And you know it. You've always had the gift, and that's what a lot of people have paid attention to, but it's what you do inside the room when no one is watching. That's why God opened the door. It's one of your greatest strengths. It's not what everybody else sees. And here was kind of the one-liner I felt the Lord say. More are about to notice because of what you've done when no one was paying attention. There, there's something that I think in the same way to kind of get off of him this Mr. Fix-It deal, I think something needs to kind of get off you a little bit, and that is this. You're never going to be a disappointment to your family. Never. Here's another way to say it. You can't drop this mantle. It's who you are. Don't let it be a weight. That's your calling. You can't drop it because you didn't grab it. It was bestowed upon you. So just settle that. You you are the best walking advertisement for this lineage. So don't put pressure on yourself to live up to something. Okay? Some new new challenges coming. Uh, Don't be overwhelmed. Is this your first? Second. Okay. Do you already know boy or girl? Girl. What's the first? Boy. All right. Covering all your bases. Way to go. These are two of those that are running behind you. I got some strength in them. Talk about breaking stuff. Abby, you got it. You got that matriarchal anointing all over you. What's weird is, you know, I've been around Cody and Carrie for a long time. Cody's like my little brother. And some of the same stuff that's on Carrie that God bestowed upon her is on you. When I look at you, I see some of the same exact things that I see on her. While her gift opens doors, that girl does things in private rooms no one ever sees. And you are the same way. You were designed to be the same way. You're going to mess some people up and they don't see it coming. Have more fun. You guys have fun. You're a fun couple. It's okay to have fun. Have fun with your calling. Okay, don't let it be pressure. You can't screw this thing up. You need to hear that. You can't screw this thing up because it wasn't your idea in the first place. So laugh more. Shake it off. Hashtag Taylor Swift. (laughs) Shake it off. All right? You guys are beasts. Enjoy. All right?
Let this feel like vacation. Victory is going to feel like a vacation. I knew there was one more thing that I felt the Lord trying to say. Victory is going to feel like a vacation. So enjoy this ride. Bless you guys. I perceive you're in a season of increase. <laughs> and with increase comes responsibilities. And it's, uh, it's a game changer when you move from one to two. Uh, it'll, uh, it, it, it's going to be a fun season <laughs> with some new demands that require teamwork. I saw this over the two of you that you're a Priscilla and Aquila couple. Uh, Acts 18, Priscilla and Aquila find somebody in the temple and they're, they're teaching and they're not teaching the full counsel of God in a correct way. And Priscilla and Aquila just pull them off to the side and, and mentor and nurture and develop in them what is right. There's a, there's a deep well that you guys draw from in your life and you can identify falseness, you can identify weak areas, and you'll have the opportunity to draw people in, uh, to nurture and, and develop the two of them uh, in this. Uh, Abby, I, I saw this, a lover of people. I wrote down John 13, 35. By this, all men will know that you're my disciples if you have love one for another. You, you love people. It flows out of your love for God. It's uh, a part of what directs you in worship. You're, you're loving God and loving people in an effort to get them to love God. It's a, it's a connective piece. Uh, you're good in rehab. You, you mend people who are broken. Uh, you restore hope in the way that you, you lead. You have a gift that is a, a gift of discernment. You see spiritual strongholds and schemes of the enemy, and you come against that with the power and the presence of God. Compassionate nurturer is who you are. You, you don't enable. <laughs> you, you, don't, uh, you instruct and impart and hold to a, a firm account. I saw this. That's the way that you mother. Uh, you, you have fun, but you train and you teach as a, a part of the way that you direct. You're, you're, you're similar in your gifting to your husband, but more direct. In, in therapy, you push, demand, uh, draw people to a good place. You, you, uh, you're good in discipleship. You can teach people the, the word and uh, uh, impart truth. You, you are a good communicator. You understand the power of words. You're good with men and women. Uh, you have an ability to teach in a broad, broad segment and impact uh, their life. And uh, you're both ministers of the Holy Spirit. You love the presence of God, you love the power of God, and you minister the anointing of His presence in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Chris, I saw this. You, you're a compassionate, kind, gentle in your style, but very focused, very determined. You're not a, you're not a pushover in, by any means, but you're gentle. Uh, you bring peace and comfort to care, uh, wisdom and understanding, insight. These are the tools of your ministry. Uh, you know and impart the love of God. Uh, it's one of the reasons that you, you two are so well matched. 
A father's heart is what you bring to ministry. Uh, good in confrontation and correction. You're able to speak truth with authority and kindness, and yet uh, there, it comes across with the love and the compassion that's in your heart. Proverbs 17:22: a joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. You take people that have been crushed, people that have had the words spoken, uh, hurtful words over them, who have wounds from their fathers, and you speak life into them. You renew and restore hope. There's a ministry to men in you and a, and a mentor to young men that's powerful on your life, Chris. There's an anointing to do this, and the, the future holds a bright, connective peace for the two of you in this house. God bless you both. Amen. <laughs> Good word. What a great word for both of you. And let's come up and let's pray for them, Chris and Abby. What a good word. Abby leads worship uh, all over our church and sings and prophesies and pastors and Chris serves everywhere and one of the a gentle soul, but was strong. That's, that is a great word for you and just a strong, gentle man and so encouraging for both of you. We love the two of you so much and so grateful for you. Daniel, pray over Chris and Abby. Faithful people who can find. Thank you, Lord, for the heritage. Thank you for the call. Thank you for the legacy. Thank you for the decades of prayer sown into these two lives. And so, Lord, we thank you that it's coming together now in a fresh way and that they're being propelled into the next stretch of their ministry. Lord, we pray strength over this baby on the way. We pray blessing over mom, baby on this precious little woman of God. May she hear your voice every day of her life. We pray for strength in this house that the four of them would be wrapped in your arms and secured. Lord, we pray for clarity as they go into the future and we pray that everything they put their hands to would prosper. So Lord, watch over the Burleys. Lead them into your future and we pray the very blessing of God our Father, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit over them in Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's stand, stand up, stretch just for a moment. Wake up, stretch out. And we're gonna, we're gonna let these guys just see if the Lord's speaking to some of you in the room and are you open to that? If you're okay with that, say amen. If you're not okay with it, just hang, hang tight, okay? All right, I promise you it'll be encouraging. Let's just pray over this next session of time. Father, we just ask that you would speak. We just fan into flame now the gifts of the Holy Spirit all throughout this room. We pray, Lord, that you would awaken our hearts, awaken our minds, or that you would stir our imaginations to hear your voice today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we're going to let these guys just kind of roam free. They're going to, add, they're going to ask you to stand up if they give you where you can be seated now and give them your name, and then they'll give you the word. Go ahead, Preston. How's it going, man? Would you stand up? What's your name? Ray. Ray? Nice to meet you. Felt the Lord saying, if you'll jump, I'm going to catch you. 
I'm giving the picture. I saw you. It was like you were walking around the edge of a pool, and it was like, should should I go in? Should I not go in? Should I? I kind of want to jump, but I think I might sink. Do it, and you're just walking around this pool, and and it's like the Lord is is in the pool, like that daddy trying to teach his child how to swim and saying, just jump, just jump. And I kind of sense that you were looking down, and there were a few. Uh, it was like there were weights uh, tied to your ankles. And you're like, Lord, I, I, if, if I jump, I'm, I'm going to sink. Like, you, you see what's going on. And he's going, just jump. I promise I'll catch you. And I saw you just taking this crazy leap. You know, some people just kind of jump in like this, and it's kind of, you know, not that big of a deal. I saw you backing up and running as fast as you can and literally, like, launching like, uh, like a crazy person into the pool. And then it, it was like you went under the water. The, the weights were, were kind of dragging you down. It was like I just saw the Lord go down to the bottom of the pool, un, you know, undo the weights around your ankles, and you rose to the top of the water, and you just started swimming laps like an Olympian. So if you'll jump, he'll catch you. Don't be afraid. Just jump in. Got some new stuff that God has for you. Don't be held back by anything else, all right? I got a word for this guy too. What's your name? Chase. Chase, Chase you're going to go into some really dark places, my man. You're called to some dark spots, but you need to know uh, the picture I saw was like, you run behind the best offensive line in the kingdom. And when I look at you, it's like, you know, uh, you and I would get smashed if we were running backs in the NFL. Physically, we wouldn't make it. But you run behind an incredibly strong offensive line that's blocking for you. So don't be afraid. You just, you run into those places. It's what you're called to. You're not afraid, but just know you're going into some even darker places than you've ever been. You're going to rescue some people, but you run behind a great line. It's not going to come down to your strength. Protection is not your responsibility. Obedience is. He's going to protect you. Have no fear. God bless you, man. I have a word for you. Hi. What's your name? Hi, Janiel. Janiel, you're in a favored place in, in, with God. His love for you is deep, and his response to you is full and complete. I've, I felt that there was, a, there was an issue for you where you were uh, pressing into God or asking God for, uh, for a work for him to do. And uh, you were wondering, what do I need to do? And uh, you don't need to do anything. You've done, done a great job. You're a great mom. You've worked hard. You've, you've sacrificed. And now, if you'll trust God, he will supply. I saw this verse over you, Isaiah 41.10. Fear not, for I'm with you. Be not, be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41.10, God bless you. I have a word for this singer with the black hair that was singing today. Julian. 
What's your name? Jillian? Uh, Jillian, I was watching you today and being moved by your singing. And I just heard in my spirit, she gets worship. She gets it. You're an excellent singer. Excellent is a two-sided koan that means to sing with proficiency and to sing with discernment. You have both sides of the koan in you. You are a lover of the local church. This colors your songs and inspires God's people to enter his courts and with praise and to come in his gates thankfully. You're in a good place, emotionally and geographically. Strategically placed for God's good pleasure. And I heard him promise that you won't sacrifice your family on the altar of ministry. Uh, you're an excellent wife. Do you have kids? Uh, I just heard you. Do what? Someday. I just heard that you're, you're going to be a great mom. Uh, uh, amen. <laughs> this guy right here. Would you stand up? What's your name? Val. What is it? Val. Val? All right. You ready for this, buddy? All right. Uh, man who's been through a hurricane. Been through a little bit of it. Seen stuff fly all over the place. You didn't start the storm. But God's used the storm to shape you. And here was the phrase I felt he gave me for you. A man who will help others prepare for the storm. I saw you getting people hurricane ready, strengthening them up. But I see the Lord coming in and just healing up some stuff. There, there's some loose ends that just, I, I don't know if you uh, uh, consistently spend time with somebody who speaks into your life, um, but you need to get a little bit more of that. You're not running from it. You just need it. So, and there are some great people in this house, and I guarantee you God's speaking to somebody right now to take you to coffee, to take you to lunch, and just love on you, and help, help get you back in the game, because you got game. You got game. You don't always believe it, but because you got beat up, it's all right, though. It's all right. You're going to help some other people who've gotten beaten up. God sees you, called you out in front of all these people. The storm didn't kill you. You don't feel like it's strengthened you, not yet, but soon the strength will increase. Get around some other men. Let them help carry some of your weight. And then I saw you just one day. It was like you, you woke up that morning and you weren't walking, you weren't limping, you were running again. But God's going to do that work. You're not going to have to tie up those loose ends. You can't heal those broken places. God's going to do it. I believe he's going to use a couple people in this room right now to help you do it. God bless you, buddy. This, uh, this young lady right here in the blue and white, what's your name? Jan. Jan. Jan, you've been through some things, uh, but you're in a much stronger place. Faith has overcome fears. You're able to do all God would ask of you. Uh, 
it's time to stand up for God even as you stand up for yourself because there's a call to stand in the gap for others. You know how it feels when someone stands up for you. It feels good. Remember that as you stand up for others. You're going to defend the weak. Uh, you're going you're to heal the hurting. And you're going to be beside the broken. And they're going to get stronger because you were there. I think I have a word for you. How are you today? Do you mind standing? What's your name? Hi, Ken. Good. Ken, I, I saw this. Uh, God is, is doing a work to bring fathers and sons together. And I believe he's molding you, shaping you into be a father uh, a father's heart. I, I saw this. I saw that the work of God is teaching you how to guide, how to lead, how to impart, how to impact in a way that you never experienced yourself. And you're doing a really good job. You're learning. You're learning how to impact not only your own sons and daughters, but how to impact a generation. And you're going you're gonna to be brought people who are, are, don't have fathers. You'll, they'll be attracted to you because you, your story will lead them to a place of God's work and power in their life. But God's work through you will impart something powerful and great in their life. Listen to what, what God says. Let him mold and shape your life and your influence on a generation will be fantastic. God bless you, Ken. Matthew, how you doing, buddy? I know you, but I don't know you. Uh, I was actually asking Brad. I uh, saw you last night, and I uh, felt the Lord give me a word for you. Uh, pretty sure it's not going to be news to you, but I do believe it's going to fan into flame in a new way, uh, something that you've always known. And here it is. God's given you an anointing to be a name changer. Jacob wrestled with God. God changed his name. Benjamin was born and his mother looked at him and said, Benoni, son of my sorrow. But his daddy looked at him and said, that's wrong. That's not your name. Your name is Benjamin, not Benoni. And I saw you sitting with people who were saying, I'm Benoni, I'm Benoni, I'm Benoni. And I just saw, I mean, the conviction of heaven just going, that's wrong. Your name is Benjamin, son of my strength. I mean, it, it, it's just like popcorn. Not one at a time, not two at a time, 10 at a time, 100 at a time, one-on-one -on -one and in big groups. The name changer, God changed your name. You wrestled, he did something in you. You know what it's like. And, and people, Benoni's are on your radar. They'll sit down with you, Benoni, but they'll stand up as Benjamin. Speak it out, bro. Yell it out loud because they've been repeating that lie for years and they just need somebody with the conviction of heaven to stand up and go, that's ridiculous. That's a lie. That's not God. Get up, Benjamin. And they're going to get up and they're going to go build. They're not always going to need your help. You're going to strengthen them up and they're going to go build. So call them by the new name, bro. You're a beast. You see, uh, 
He's the drummer. Today's drummer, is he here anywhere? Amir. 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 Dude, you impressed me. Uh, Brady told me that you were a session drummer, if I heard him right. Sort of, sort of, kind of. Well, you do more than keep the beat. You play the rhythm of God's heartbeat. Uh, you feel what you play. You bring God's pleasure. You bring God pleasure when you play. I'm involved with a group of people in England called the Psalm Drummers. I get to be around them. They make a great noise. I see you being involved in doing something similar, a fellowship of drummers and percussionists with a prophetic sound who hear timely rhythms of heaven. And I saw you out front counting it down. One, two, three, hit it. Uh, I heard rhythms of peace, rhythms of warfare, rhythms of gathering, rhythms of sending, rhythms of joy. Uh, You'll lead others who release the sound of unforced rhythms of grace. And I heard this, God will add to you what is needed He heard your prayers and your cries. Answered prayers are already walking towards you. Amir, right? That's it. My man, Amir. Beast, bro. Obviously, watching what you do. Let me give you... uh, I think everybody in this room could could prophesy over you because you you just got this thing. Here's the phrase. Everybody needs a Mephibosheth in their life, and God's going to bring you a bunch of Mephibosheths because you know what to do with them. You know how to heal them up and send them out. Heal them up, send them out. Heal them up, send them out. I, I saw people being drawn to you because of your gift and then learning quickly that's actually the worst thing about you. And that's, that's a compliment. That's a high compliment. Gather them in. Everybody, we, all of us as sons and daughters of God, we're created to have Mephibosheths in our life. Different ages, different stages. Listen, God's going to just bring in these Mephibosheths. And buddy, they're going to walk out with a confidence and, and experiencing wholeness in a way nobody has ever helped them to do. Powerful man of God. You play like it, walk like it. God bless you, Amir. What's your name? Hi, Jacob. How are you today? Good. Jacob, there's a a pastoral call on your life, a ministry call on your life, and it's strong and deep. What you're doing now is you're being exposed to a lot of different aspects of what you're going to need in the days ahead. And uh, don't despise small beginnings. Don't despise the unnoticed place of God's assignment. Do everything you do as unto God because the plans of God are going to unfold in a big way in the days ahead. And you're going to need everything that you're learning today for the next season. There's a call on your life. I confirm it for you. You know it and believe it, but it's true. And don't, don't look at where you are today and measure what God's going to do. Look and be faithful with what he's given you, and he's going to do really great things. God bless you. Amen. This man right here, what's your name? Ray Harms. Stand up, Ray. 
you're a tough and tender guy. Uh, you're a lot softer than you seem. Tenderhearted. When you love, you love deeply from the heart. You've had to learn to be tough at times. Your life's not been easy. You have a passion for justice. You are moved to speak up for others that are being mistreated. But the trick is to discern when it's time to be tough and when it's time to be tender. It's probably a 90-10% ratio. 90% tender, 10% tough. God's reversing that in your life. You're going to be 90% tender, 10% tough. You're here for a reason. There's a lot of folks that you're going to rescue. You are a rescuer. Just like you were rescued, you're going to rescue others. You're a good man. Uh, You're tough, but mostly tender. Right here. Yes, ma'am. What's your name? Celeste. Celeste. Do you lead a group here? No. Okay, you should. All right? Not to put any pressure on you, Celeste. All right? Or wherever you are. If you you don't consider this your church home, wherever you are, you need to be leading a group. And, And here was the picture I felt like the Lord gave me, and I'll give you the phrase first. An anointing to find the missing puzzle piece. Have you ever done a puzzle and you, it's a thousand pieces and you get to the end and there's one piece missing and it's nowhere on the table. Uh, that's happened to me several times and it's not my prettiest side when that happens. A lot of us are like that. And I saw you sitting around with women who are saying, I, I just can't, I can't understand. I, it seems like it's all there, but something's missing. And I see the, the Lord giving you a word of knowledge and pointing at the missing puzzle piece. And, and this is the sound these women will make. This will serve as a confirmation as you hear it. That's it. That's it. And it won't be when they sit down at the table and you point at the piece. It will take a couple weeks and they'll text you back and go, oh my goodness. I had no idea that's what was missing. He didn't get around more puzzles. <laughs> sit at a table with a bunch of puzzles. Don't do a puzzle by yourself. You've got too much to give. And God's going to use you to help these women find the missing puzzle piece and bring it in. All right? You're awesome. Everybody should just shine a light on you. You should be, you should, you should be recognized because I guarantee you there's some people in this room with the missing piece. If they're smart, they'd take you to coffee. That's on them, though. God bless you, Celeste. Hi. What's your name? Karen. Hi, Karen. Karen, I saw this uh, pure, uh, simple, wise. Those are words that describe you. There's a contentment in your life that's reflected in your, in your countenance and your personality. And what Scripture says is that godliness is actually a source of great gain when it's accompanied by contentment. You have favor in your life. The favor of God is upon you. And I, I believe some doors are opening up to you, some doors of, of influence, of mentoring uh, to impart. And you've been saying, what do I have to do? How, what do I have to give? And God says, you have a lot to give. Take advantage, walk through the doors, and let people benefit from what, what you've learned, what you know. And just from the, the flavor of your life, it's really precious in God's sight. God bless you. Okay. 
This is for Daniel. Would you stand up, Daniel? Uh, now, I know Daniel at least a little bit. I think I prophesied over you before, but I heard this. You have an anointing to help people move from just surviving to thriving. Uh, you're good at equipping folks to apply the principles of Scripture to everyday life. You call people up higher than they think they can go. You're in a very effective exhorter with revelatory insight into God's Word. It's time to step your game up. Uh, be confident in your call. I heard 2 Timothy 2, 1 and 2 uh, in a fresh way for you. Uh, it's a life direction passage. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses entrust to reliable men who will also be qualified to teach others. That's a live passage for you. Discipleship, mentoring, equipping, uh, an information overloaded generation who are hungry to experience God. Yeah. That is your brief for the next season. Teach with demonstration. Don't be satisfied to just give information. Demonstrate. Give opportunity for application. Pray they receive revelation. You're doing well. You're doing well. Angela, right? Yes. <laughs> Angela was a part of our staff at Gateway. And uh, so I give you a hug from Thank all your friends you. in Dallas. Thank you. And a word from God as well. You made wise choices with a tender heart. You, you kept soft before God when it would have been easy to become uh, bittered and hurt. You, you chose God, and God has led you in a good way. You're, you're in a good place. And the things of God, the fruit, fruit of God's work in your life will unfold in these days ahead in a way that you've dreamed for a long time. You've anticipated God's work. So settle in, it's gonna be okay. And well done. Love you much. Scared here. Yeah. What's your name? Ray Sean. Have you ever met before? Okay, great. Uh, looking cool, my man. Like your like your style, Ray Sean. Uh, has nothing to do with the word. Make it ten times better. That's the key to unlocking the next door. Make what's in your hands. 10 times better, become an even better learner, become an even better steward. Those are the two keys. Now, don't hear that as, I'm not a good learner, I'm not a good steward. Double down, man. This is it right here. You got a chance right in front of you, but you gotta make it 10 times better. And the temptation would be to kind of just, well, show up every day and go, okay, I'll just keep doing it. I'll keep being faithful. No, 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 no. Don't just be faithful. Make it better. Make it better. Become obsessed with stewarding, with 10x as your goal. I'm gonna make it 10 times better. I'm not talking about numeric growth. I'm talking about making it better. Then I just heard this, this unlocking sound. And I saw you just so excited. It's like you're about to figure something out. And it's not about a specific calling. It's about how you walk it out. You got a dangerous gear, bro, and you're about to find it. Learner. Steward, it's going to help you unlock every door ahead. God bless you, Rayshon. Yeah, you know, being a, 
Being a pastor for a long time, I've had to make peace with prophesying over people that I know. And, uh, and Pastor Brady said earlier he'd like for you all to prophesy. We all can. So how do you prophesy over people you know? Well, the Bible says we know in part and we prophesy in part. I realize I know some things, but God knows everything. He sees way beyond what I know about people. And he sees them in a whole bigger light than I could ever see them. So I say all that to prophesy over somebody that I know. Uh, uh, Pastor Glenn, can you stand up? And I, I know you uh, to a degree and I know what you, some things that you do. But I heard this. You are positioned well for this season. You will hold up the arms of those above you. And you'll give a hand up to those serving under you. You bridge the gaps. Brilliant mind and apologist without being puffed up with pride. A heart for people that stays tender on the inside. You are a champion of God's word who will develop young champions to go change their world. You will move as an ambassador of this house as your influence widens and broadens. You just, the one thing you got to do is pray and worship daily. Uh, you are a family man. They help you keep your feet on the ground and they will teach you life applications of what the Holy Spirit reveals to you in the scripture. Uh, I heard this, guard your pace. Guard your pace. Activity, rest, reflection. Activity, rest, reflection. These three things will keep you healthy and help you live a sustainable life. And I hear a well done over you. Joe, I had to make sure that was your name because I've seen you before. I don't know you. I, I'm pretty sure we've met. Um, you're crazy, bro. You, you really are. You, you are one crazy guy. Uh, and it was needed. Uh, crazy is a part of your calling because everybody else runs away from what you're not afraid to run towards. Uh, th this is a challenging season you're in and you can't do this all by yourself and you figured that out. You're not trying to do it by yourself. Um, but I, I wanna submit something to you. I felt like I heard the Lord say really clearly, you need to get out from underneath the covering of the city consistently. You need to just sneak away into a field by yourself, like David did before he was called king. Get out from underneath. And the Lord reminded me back in the day when I went to Scottsdale, I would get away out from underneath kind of the covering over the city and I heard more clearly, I saw more clearly and I got more strength to go back and fight. And I, I, I just heard him say really clearly, Joe, come away with me and you'll be ready to come back and fight more. But come away and come back, come away and come back. You're not leaving the city, but that's part of how you're gonna see the hole poked in heaven over the city where God has you. You don't have to stay 24 hours a day. You need to get away. You'll hear more clearly. You'll see more clearly. You'll write better. You'll preach better. You'll teach better. You'll lead better. Get out, come back. Can we pray over him real quick? Would you just extend your hands towards him? Clearly, freak show. Don't even know him, but let's just pray. God, thank you 
for putting the strength that you've put inside of him. Talk about running to a fight. He hasn't backed down. God, I pray you'd protect his mind, his body, his emotions, that you would protect him personally. Would you be his protector? And I pray, God, that as you call him out into that field to be alone with you, that, that it would be like the cloud over his head would lift and he would see and hear more clearly, that he'd write everything he's hearing down because some of it is for now, but a lot of it is for down the road. Thank you, God, for raising up men like this to run into burning buildings to save not some, but save many. Continue to go before him in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, buddy. Love that. For those of you who don't know, Pastor Joe leads our Manitou Springs congregation, and it is a spiritual fight. I mean, he is in the fight of his life down there, and, we, and you need to remember to pray for Pastor Joe and the whole team down there, and we are so proud of the work that's happening in Manitou Springs. It's literally every Tuesday we meet as, our, as congregational leaders, and we always look forward to Joe sharing what happened because it's like the book of Acts. It's like that, those kinds of miracles happening in Manitou Springs every week. So we always look forward to Joe telling us what's happening in Manitou. It's powerful stuff. And so great word, Preston, to him. Stand up with me. Let's dismiss. Uh, we're going to be back tonight at 630 for our final session of Prophetic Presbytery. So we want to release you. Uh, hope you come back tonight. Uh, we have three more leaders, uh, couples that we're going to pray over, and then we'll have more time for ministry to the congregation tonight. So I hope you can all make it back tonight. So let's just thank the Lord for what he's done. Father, thank you for your word. Give us ears to hear and a heart to receive it. Lord, we bless these times. We pray these words would go down deep into good soil and produce good fruit. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day. Thanks for coming this morning. See you tonight.